It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. doing carol i'm doing just fine i'm feeling very useful today <laughs> well, well good yeah i got some good news from jessica that's all all good stuff let me get a swig here i can um, close okay. out 2023 already so listeners um uh the last two episodes uh carol and i've been together i've teased something that happened to me the other day i i think i was solicited by a a professional semi-professional amateur um sex worker um and so here's here's the story you tell me i mean i i and maybe this was totally something completely different i i don't know i um so i'm i'm on a bike ride i'm i'm riding okay the beach not a real long it's ride john on a bike anyway all right continue. well um <laughs> i i've 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 i'm stopped at this corner waiting for some traffic to uh to come by and uh a young woman comes the other way towards me and um she says do you have 20 bucks oh and man I, and i said maybe because i don't know if she's gonna rob me or <laughs> what? <laughs> um, look, I, I I totally I totally didn't have twenty bucks with me. I had to had some cards strapped to the back of my phone, but uh, but that's about it. Didn't have any cash with me, but you know, I I, I could get some if I needed it. And and I said so I said maybe, and she's like, um, anything I could do to earn it, and she gave me a look. This is wild. Yeah. And so she was, I I noticed her coming across the street because she was not an unattractive um, young lady. She, she looked like she a little bit, um, what's the, I don't know what the right terminology is, or rough around the edges. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Um, I, she just looks like she's been through some things. Not even, not even that. Um, but just oh, really, yeah. Um, um. Anyway, um, to her, <laughs> he's like, to, not getting out of this. So, to to her, to her question, is there any way I could earn it or whatever version of that she said? I said, well, you know, I haven't done the dishes yet, and the dogs need walking, but I usually take care of that. Um. And then she she looks at me with this uh, look. Um, it's this this look, and she says, "No, was there any other way?" 
And it's this I thing going on there. And okay, so thoughts so far into the story. I'm like, I'm thoughts. My thoughts right now, I'm laughing about it because it was you. Had this be my husband? Oh, oh no. Oh no, no, no. I, oh, wait, I, he would have, I, he would have handed her a $20 bill and, or what? I mean, what? He, no, he probably would have asked her what her relationship with her father was like. He would have been very interested in her upbringing all of a sudden. And that would, she would have been like, oh Lord, never mind. You know, like those, those questions went through my mind. <laughs> oh, he would have asked them. <laughs> like, see, I had, I had some place to go. I had to get to the beach to read Taming of the Shrew. Oh, that's uh, because that's the way, <laughs> that's the way I rule. Wild, wild, wild guy that yeah. I am. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a mean person. I'm not a violent person. Not a lot. Like I'm not overly jealous about things like i don't really care what other people have i have one very sore spot and it is my husband but <laughs> like like at parties i have come and stood between him and other women some mama bear garden daddy bear oh yeah and then um, he'll start laughing it's it's actually funny to everybody else watching but so so far into the story are my feelings wow. that i was being solicited oh, yeah. accurate um and oh, so yeah. she does this look and and look i'm an old guy but i've seen that look before i know what that <laughs> look means i mean I, I i know what that look implies and 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 so my head i wanted all i wanted to do is is you know i need an adult and pillow <laughs> as fast as i could that's um, what you should have yelled. That would have been funny. But, but, but what I said is, I said, oh, oh, I've got somebody at home that takes care of that for me. <laughs> and, and, and and wished her wished her good day and uh, and, and crossed <laughs> oh, the street. Um, so I want to come visit so badly. <laughs> and, and then thinking about afterwards, this was um I I was really look first. I was flattered, kind of like oh well. Yeah. You at bare minimum, she saw you and thought he looks clean. Like bare he, minimum, he looks like he might have twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she thought. But then my other thought was, huh? Prices have gone up because um, it's probably I don't know six or seven or eight hundred episodes ago in this podcast, but I'm sure I talked about it. Um, I was I was I was filling up the uh, the truck with gas years and years and years ago, and uh, had a truck, yeah, must have been and and uh, a, a, a similar young lady came up, and uh, she had a few less teeth than this one did. Um, came up and asked, uh, um, or, or told me she'd uh, she'd uh, she'd she'd blow me behind the Seven Eleven for five bucks because she wanted some nachos. Um, wow! And I. Did you just I, fire the nachos? I, I, well, I, you know what? I was, I was trying to remember the story today, and and in my mind, I gave her five bucks for the nachos, but I don't know if I really did or if I just remember I did trying to 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 think that I'm a better person than I am, but but I, I, I think I did, but I, you know how but you didn't memories... just yell, I need an adult, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, like, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so, I mean, prices have really gone up in the last uh, eight, eight, ten years. Um, so there's that. Well, um, I've got inflation, but you know, maybe the product is better. I don't know. It's hard to I tell mean, in these situations. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, ever ever been solicited by a uh, by professional uh, sex worker? Can't say that I have. Are you? I'm, just, I'm not living. Disappointed. My yeah, kind of. I'm like, oh man, nobody solicits me. Oh, I, yeah. Um, I and I've mentioned this on the show before. I would I'm love... like, oh, my husband has a point. All of a sudden, I see it. I wouldn't make him. I mean, now I get it. Now I get it. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I've, I've always wanted to be, be hit on by a, by a gay guy, just because, um, I, 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 I just, I mean. That's never happened to you. This is no, and I'm I'm kind of disappointed because look, oh. I got all of this going on, um, but uh, but that that hasn't happened, and I I I it's not like I'm going to go out and and you're at the beach the now. Now you've got a shot. I mean, in the middle of Iowa. Yeah, I don't know where you're I mean, at. I, don't, I just don't I think mean, that was like the hot spot. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I I just random dudes I see, and I I do. Um, you don't know this about me, Carol, but I've got great calves. So I do kind of a, a, a calf, a calf stretch or something. Yeah. As far as maybe... I'm concerned, you don't have legs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't know for sure. Um, it, it, it just, just across, I mean, it, it's really awkward. It's every guy I see I'm doing, I'm doing, uh, 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 leg lifts, uh, just trying to, to, to show off, show off those, uh, show off those gams. So maybe I'll get a, Hey buddy, nice legs, but, uh, never happened and i'm disappointed uh listeners if uh you have a you know a guy that would make a pass at me 228-363-6737 oh I, in my lifetime i've known several but i was like wow that would have made passes at you or who what? no that would make passes at you oh well i mean We've known people like this okay if uh anyway uh what are we talking about what's this episode about we haven't got to an episode yet. Um, no, listen, we're going to talk about... <laughs> what are we doing? I was so excited about this story. I didn't... <laughs> Finally. Didn't live up to the expectations. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. And, that's, and a, you... that's a repeater for later. I'll be like, I have a bedtime story. <laughs> you, you only had to wait an hour in real time to hear the story. Listeners will be waiting weeks and weeks because between our episodes, there'll be episodes with other people. So, uh, so, uh, oh, some people have been waited. I mean, they probably look listeners. I know some of you have stopped eating, taking care of your pets and children, mm -hmm. just waiting for this episode to come mm -hmm. out so you could hear that story. So I, I hope it wasn't too disappointing. I could, yes. could have, I mean, look, Put I could have painted title, a more visual please. picture. Um, I could, have. I mean, she had some tattoos. Um, I, Pam, I is this wonder... better or worse than the usual talk? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Pam. <laughs> Pam, is this is this better than the poop talk or or what? Because look, I can't poop talk is a lot easier than solicitation talk. That I mean, it just happens more often, so it comes up more. Um, anyway, I wanted to talk about uh, kids being destructive and um, and policies around them. This is another uh, last time we were together. We talked about a question from Debbie. This is another. Another thing uh, Debbie shot at me because um, she knew I was working on policy and procedure stuff, and I don't know. Maybe this should be titled as one of our policy and procedures. I, hey, that's not uh, that's uh, that's pre-production uh, business. I should have taken care of, but I don't know if this episode is going to get titled as one of the uh, the policy procedure series or not. But um, so kids 
coming in and breaking your stuff, whether you're a center or a family child care program, how do you handle it? And um, I, I, I don't know because there's, there's a lot of moving lot of parts there. So yeah. one, of my, one of my things is that real play can be destructive. Um, so scattering schema, for example, um, the, the whole idea of smashing stuff and breaking stuff and, um, trajectory, throwing things and having, watching mm -hmm. them break, um, the, the, the crashing of buildings is a, a version of, that they build with blocks, um, is a version of destructive yeah. play. So, so destruction can be a playful activity. And most programs don't have big enough budgets that kids can can come in and start smashing um, stuff that they, you know, computers and uh, I don't know, the cat or, or whatever else is. Uh, is oh, is in the that escalated quickly. I'm like, well, I, I kids are kids are breaking. But um, there, there's so programs have stuff that, hey, it's OK to to break this and it's mm -hmm. not OK to break this. But helping kids understand those, the difference between those things. Um, maybe it's an intent thing. Um, and then how do you handle it with the parents? And what do your, what do you, what are your thoughts? I have a feeling like this is like one of those, like I need more information. Like what are they breaking and why? Like, but, it, I mean, is, like, it, it happens in programs all the time. So right. I feel like, yeah. And uh, like even if it's a play thing or you know the kid is going through something and there's like anger or whatever like i i still like don't feel like the teacher should have to pay for it yeah like yeah. if it's outside of the norm of like if they're snapping two crayons a day i'm probably not going to do much mm -hmm. you know you know i might give them their own separate little bin and say well these are your crayons now yeah but yeah, you, you you broke these. <laughs> this is the ones you color with. Yeah, and and so what what Debbie was trying to do is she she's had this going on in her program, and she wanted to put to, a a policy together into into her mm -hmm. handbook, um, explaining that you know, hey, your kid starts breaking stuff. Um, I I expect you to you to pay for it. Yeah. Um, and I and I totally agree with that. Um, but then then in creating the policy, the challenge becomes. Where do you draw that line of this stuff is okay to be destructive it, with, yeah. and this stuff this stuff isn't? Um, because you can't you can't write a policy that lists every object in the in the program into <laughs> into the two columns. Here's okay to break, list. don't break, don't break stuff. And and um, I would like to assume that thoughtful adults would just agree that yeah this is something that my kid broke and I should pay for and this other thing isn't and that the, that 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 line would be easy for everybody to see and everybody to see and mm -hmm. agree on and I've met enough human beings to know that's not necessarily <laughs> gonna the way the world works and right. it's those people that don't kind of just see that themselves that you're really writing the policy for right because right. most families are going to say hey i my he came in and he he was having a he was having a meltdown and he 
he I don't know he picked up one of the one of the kids chairs that smashed it and it's one of those little little kid wooden chairs and the leg came off and it can't be re-glued yeah. and and so uh so you're you're gonna have to you're gonna have to fork yeah. over um like I feel like there's things that I would consider basically like disposables uh like stuff that you don't really plan on having around for a long time anyway whether it be like like certain loose parts or art supplies or like things like that and then there are things that would I would not consider disposable like chairs tables um maybe there's like one thing that like everybody uses like if a kid is breaking all the ladders on your playground that's a problem like those things that all the baby dolls yeah things that wouldn't have to normally be replaced on a fairly regular basis yeah. i feel like those thing things that would not be replaced on a fairly regular basis would be the things that if your child destroys it you you break it you bought it yeah so so the consumables yes so you know the the pile of amazon boxes you have in the dramatic play area for them to build uh, time machines and x-ray machines out of and and that kind of stuff and and all the bits and pieces um in in the in the in the uh process art area but how 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 does one word the policy to differentiate between those two types of things that's where where the challenge has come yeah. in and 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 after after debbie emailed about this i went through the the collection of handbooks i have and i couldn't find one that has a policy for this thing which is one of the one of the reasons no. i wanted to talk about it nobody has any idea that's why we're like oh and half yeah. the time you know it depends on the kid you know at most places like if they don't like that kid and want him gone all of a sudden he broke something he's got to go well, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I feel like it's like an unwritten rule, like for a reason. Like you know, it's kind of like the government uses the IRS when you really need to get them on something. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> we got that. Get them out. So, of here. so yeah, De Debbie. That's what the problem is. Everybody wants to have this policy, but but nobody's been able to write it yet. Um, <laughs> and, I, and... I I would probably word it as you know items or materials that are not replaced on a regular basis i think that's i don't so, know where's the where's the so hole in that there's got to be one durable goods i don't know if that's a that's a term i've i've, I've read that some i've read durable term dur dur like, durable I've, durable goods is a, 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 a that's a combination of words i've heard or read before but i don't know what that means but <laughs> you know, maybe that would be yeah, it's kind of like i feel like you have to like word it like like the warranties on things yeah like if it broke under like normal usage it's covered but like if you ran over it with your car we're not covering it you know like i feel like that's but it, that would be i think too hard to do for an early child care program to say like oh for normal usage well depending on what it is it's if you're a kid it's used for a million different things so yeah and if you're, that if doesn't you're really program... help if you're a program that is 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 truly play based and you're you're supporting play schema, um, sometimes breaking stuff falls into the, that category, and so it does mm -hmm. it does get muddy there. I think I think one of the things that that can make it a little bit easier, it, not not with the policy writing because I I, I think that's absolutely impossible so far. Um, but with with the <laughs> so programming, sorry, Deb, sorry, is. <laughs> 
is is understanding that 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 destructive tendency is indeed part of play at times um, with some kids more than with others, and and setting up the space so that it can happen, um, so that you have you have tools and materials for the kid that feels the need to break stuff that they can do that. Um, one of my favorites is uh, is is mashers, um, and 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 so it, it you so you can have your uh, oh, he recently passed away too. Did he Gallagher? Remember Gallagher? Yes. Yeah. The the what are you you making a face at me? Yeah, the watermelon that's a, guy. That's a happy memory, like Gallagher. Yeah. Oh, you had a happy memory. Well, good. Um, we'll have to write down <laughs> the time. Gallagher. Okay. <laughs> hey, Gallagher. Gallagher's in our thoughts. I'll 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 pour out a little bit of uh, I. I'll don a poncho and remember. Yeah. Yeah. Our. He had that hair too. Anyway, we won't talk about Gallagher anymore. But having a space set up, so I, I mashers—that's the thing. And so having these, having these big things, so the kids can smash stuff. And in and, and, and some yeah. programs, I, I know after Halloween, some programs will get the mashers out and they'll they'll smash all the pumpkins and 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 everything. And and listen to Smashing Pumpkins while they do, um, yeah. because they're they're I mean they're really into their themes. Um, but but having having a program that's set up that that feeds into the the understanding that kids sometimes need to be destructive and then allows ways for them to do that i think if you if you have that maybe you you cut down on the 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 malicious breaking of valuable things yeah i think um, like that's my first pull is to make sure you have enough stuff that they can destroy and that they understand yes. that this is stuff you can destroy. This is these are the things you can destroy, and I think it, the other part of it is just kind of being aware with kind of where your kids are at emotionally because there might be something going on that it's not really a play thing. It might be like a frustration thing. It might be something that needs to kind of be dealt with, um, like some kind of like emotional turmoil or whatever. Maybe there's something going. Like there's always a reason behind it. So I'm, I tend to get pulled just immediately. Okay, what's the reason behind it? Let's see if we could solve that problem first. But realistically, I know that's all well and good, but eventually you're going to get up with a kid who breaks something that you're not going to want to pay to replace. Yeah. What, what's like the name of that? You know, what's the, that guy? That, uh, that guy that turns into the Incredible Hulk? What's his name? Is it David Banner? Banner? Was it Bannon? David? It was David, wasn't it? I think so. Um, listeners, if you know the name of the guy that turned into the Incredible Hulk, <laughs> send me a voicemail or text message like at 228 Um Anyway, imagine that that guy when he was a kid, um, because I, I think the we'll 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 uh, retcon the story, and he 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 got got the radiation dose when he was four, um, and he's a kid and he's in preschool, and you just notice his his one eye eyebrow started growing because he got those when he turned into the Hulk, he got those big bushy eyebrows. Um, so you notice mm-hmm. his one eyebrow um, uh, growing, and then you you're like, oh, David, we need to get you over to the to the breaking stuff station, and <laughs> um, and that's the way you save your your stuff. Um, and I mean, it is it is for those for, for those kids that have that emotional thing going on. Um, it is a cathartic release yes. to be able to break stuff and be destructive. They've got they've got those those places people can pay it pay. I, in. I was gonna say it's like a rage room, but for kids. Yeah, that's what they call them rage rooms. That's what they call them. Um, but, but yeah, so having a space set up like that, and then like you said, being really tuned in and helping redirect those kids to that 
those activities to keep him away from the stuff that you don't want destroyed is is probably good practice and good policy. And so the the write-up for this in a policy and procedure book would probably have to take that into account. I, you know, some, something along the lines of, hey, we understand kids feel the need to be destructive and there's developmental value in the in here and it, it, there's actually emotional development value in here. And yeah. we've created this part of the program to make that happen. Here's how we support this. And we can't have them breaking the good shit. Yeah. Is that don't how you word it? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> don't, break, don't break the good shit. <laughs> the good yeah. stuff man. don't break don't break the expensive shit don't don't break the yeah. irreplaceable shit <laughs> but it's totally re- everything is replaceable i mean if you get well, grandma's not the cat you referred to that poor cat is not oh my god cats are so 100 replaceable <laughs> oh i wish i could have one i, uh, I mean cats. you i mean look you look you you can not only replace a cat you can you can replace a cat with an exactly identical cat and I cannot person, wait for the voicemails to come through. Half on this the people who have met that great. cat won't know the difference. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh yeah, my cat has a personality. Ah, uh, yeah, and the same You've with and the same with dogs. No, oh my goodness. Okay, yeah, wow. uh, listeners, you want to send the hate mail to two two eight three six three six seven three seven. That I ever see the what? The Southern Gentleman Cat, he's my favorite internet cat. The Southern Gentleman Cat, where like the owner comes around the corner and the cat goes, well, hi. That's my favorite cat. I am proud to say I have no idea what that is because I am too busy out living my life getting solicited by professional sex workers when I'm trying to ride my bike to the beach. Um, I did stumble upon an internet video in a news feed the other day of a a cat napping with like 12 ducklings um, in a box and and then a little bunny hopped in the box and snuggled up with them. Goodness. Oh my gosh. And then later, it's like an eight-minute video. I just I just scrubbed through it. I didn't watch the whole thing um that you know of. And uh and finally at <laughs> towards the end, towards the end, a, a a second bunny comes over and just kind of oh. sniffs around. It was it was just heartwarming and cute. Um but if that bunnies. if that if if that kid would have came in with like a sledgehammer or a vegematic, um that's what that's what Gallagher called the sledgehammer, right? The vegematic. Um and the sledgematic, the sledgematic, yeah, vegematic was something else. Um, but if if that That's kid would have came in with a hammer and, and messed with those ducklings, it would have been a whole big mess. And you need to have a policy in in place to do. to do deal with that. And, and Debbie a therapist to, on speed dial. Yeah. Um, so, Debbie, I feel like we've just totally made a total hash Mess. out of yeah. a, another very thoughtful and good question that we don't really know the answer to um That's, so where yeah. are we here we 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 agree that there needs to be such a policy that there's value in such a policy that that programs don't seem to have that policy and and maybe should because it's a thing that happens it's not a thing that happens every day but but it happens enough that but you should know how you're going to handle it yeah. You know, a lot um, of well, most policies are they nothing but preparing for what might be, not what yeah. constantly is necessarily. Yeah. But I will like I don't have a lot on the policy because I don't really know how you would write that. But 
I think too, when talking about like destruction and giving them like ways to be destructive, bear in mind too, that what you give them might not be doing it for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you love a kid who's smashing stuff, well, I gave them paper to tear. Well, that's not the same thing. That's not the same as smashing. Yeah. Like you might have to think a little bit outside of the box about things they're allowed to ruin. We had a kid in the neighborhood that did this. Um, he broke everything. Every, everything snapped a metal broom in half like everything yeah um uh, he had a like he even had a play car the one time i was so excited that um, my husband fixed it for him something was wrong he was very upset that it had broken mm-hmm. so you know he took he's like oh here he had this garage open and he you know they fixed the car together and the kid proceeded not 10 minutes later to go out onto the you know, the front of my house and smash it all over the sidewalk <laughs> because he likes smashing things that's what he said so actually, um, my husband was like uh, building a fireplace in the backyard and there's like mortar that you use for it. But he like molded them into like balls. Mm-hmm. So they looked like rocks. Yeah. But you can smash them more easily. Like it, it was harder than like those things that you get with the toys in the middle, like those dinosaur eggs. Yeah. Although those are very good. But like you might have to think more like something like that or like big frozen blocks for them to be able to smash or chip away at like it but i'm i guess what i'm trying to say is like don't think of disrupt destruction as just knocking over blocks because like well the, we yeah. tried that but he moved on like no that might not be enough for that particular yeah. child um, along those lines that uh hey listeners the diy area of playvolution hq i've got a write-up there about uh setting up a chisel station so you you, you put the you, you look i'm not a big uh big dog you know a lot of kids kids and tools everybody wears the goggles and the and the leather gloves and i yes. think that kind of uh, dulls their senses somewhat and uh and tends to be overkill. But for this, you're going to want the stuff. You're going to want the eye protection and the leather gloves because what you're doing is you're giving kids hammers and uh, and chisels, and you're going to Home Depot or, or Lowe's or your neighbor's yard, and you're you're getting some uh, some concrete pavers, and then you're letting them take that hammer and hit that chisel and break those uh, hunks of concrete. Exactly what you're talking about. Uh, except you don't have to make the concrete balls yourself. You can you can spend thirty nine cents and buy a paver. Um, and let break that up because it, it's Fair an opportunity enough. for that destructive, but it's also big destruction, but it's also big body work. And, um, yeah. and for some kids, it's a really, it's, it's therapy. It's, it's cathartic, um, experience. And so that's good. Um, with the, with the policy though, I listeners, somebody's going to have to reach out. And if you've, if you've got this policy written up and it works, Oops. let us know what it is. That's two, two, eight, three, six, three, six, seven, three, seven. And, um, because, um, look, I, th- I think Debbie's thing was, you know, you, you, your kid breaks this stuff, and I, I still haven't figured out how we, how we identify yeah, the, the. She's home based too, right? Yeah. Which is a whole like that's your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's there's lots of that stuff there when you're doing family yeah. child care because there's because it's because it's your it's it's your home yeah. and you, you, know, like, you it broke my kitchen door you know like, yeah oh, okay, yeah well. yeah and so but how to define what that's uh, we still haven't figured that out but i think i think the rest of her policy made sense you know um yeah. if, if that stuff gets broken the parent's gonna gonna have this amount this amount of time to pay for it um mm-hmm. if, if it can't be repaired and if it happens too many times then yeah. then the kids are going to be removed from the program because because look, you can't have a kid breaking all the expensive stuff in the program. I mean, yeah. you it just can't. Right. And secondly, I, mean, I just, sorry, I think that there's 
if someone's continually doing that, like a, there's something underlying. And I think this excuse is used way too often that it happens, but sometimes it does happen that the parents don't pay attention and they kind of can't be bothered when they have to start paying for things. Yeah. Sometimes that kid, that's going to get that kid that the attention that they need. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think is, is, and I think in the, if you're writing a policy, you want to be as specific as, as you can. Um, so if they're going to pay for it, they, they're going to pay for it in um, X, X number of days. And I, I don't know how you're going to figure out the value. Maybe you're going to, you're yeah. going to do three, three comparative prices on, on Amazon or whatever it is. Um, and, and then how many times, because you, if you say, if, if it continues to happen, the child will be kicked out of the program. Well, that, that's kind of wishy-washy. And what, you, what right. you really need to need to do is lock in specifically. If this happens uh, four times on the fifth time, yeah. they're going to be kicked out of the program along those lines. And then you got to, you got to make sure you're, you're documenting those things. So you've got it written down so that you can, you can say, yeah. Hey, here, here are the four times that, uh, yeah. that, 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 uh, that Tiffany has, has broke things in the program and it just happened again. So here's your final bill. Um, and I and have, a, I think like not, and I think it should be like a, t not just like this many times because that that's going to still get pricey and you might not never, ever see that return to you. I think there it's reasonable to put a money cap. Like if you cause this much in damage. Oh yeah. That's a good that's idea. That's it. Because otherwise they're good. It's like, well, it's only twice, you know, but he, they broke, I keep saying he, I don't, it could be a girl. Um, they broke, you know, two, you three. You said it could be items. a girl like, like you were like, I mean, it could be a girl, but like, yeah, like it wasn't really highly likely. Girls more likely to cut somebody's hair in your classroom. And we all know this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if the, if the kind the of damage if, girls do is a, tends to be a little different. It's, it's emotional and long lasting. Um, <laughs> Uh, that one girl that has everybody fearful of coming in. <laughs> if, if if the yeah, that that kind of makes sense, the the total dollar value makes sense because if the if the first offense is throwing a chair through the uh, the flat screen in your living room of your family childcare program, yes. um, that yeah, Three more that, strikes, buddy. You know? Yeah, <laughs> no, <it's> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um. <laughs> So I think that makes sense. And again, most parents are going to want to do right. Yes. And the policy is for the other ones. Right. And that's why it's important. And um, so the only the only place, the, the only thing we haven't been able to figure out is where that line is about line. here's the stuff that we don't worry about and here's the, the stuff that we do. So crayons, probably not. Probably not. But if it's all of the crayons every time you put out fresh crayons, yes. then does that end up being a thing? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, because you don't want to get into like, well, I, you can only have so many crayons at a time because now you've got to spend that much time monitoring the crayons, which is not fair to the other kids in the program who are quite used to the crayons just being there for when the mood strikes. Yeah. Ugh. So I don't know. Debbie, this is a complicated one, and 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 I think this is a good example about what makes policies and procedures so important because and so hard if, if and hard and hard, which is I mean exactly why programs probably don't spend enough time on them. 
um because because it is hard to to, to suss out exactly out, how yeah. you want to how you want to proceed in these situations but if you've got that that plan that process in place for dealing with these things when they happen then you're you're gonna have a path to follow in those in those moments so um let's wrap this up again reach out the 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 voice and text mail number is in the show notes if you've got thoughts and concerns about this and if, if you have this policy written up for your program i'd love to see it and if you have other policy and procedure questions like debbie did uh hit me up because it's something i i, I think it's uh, it's fun and important to talk about any final thoughts before uh before we wrap this up no, I'm going to be thinking about that damage stuff for some time now. We uh we started the show talking about damage too because the uh the young lady looking for the twenty bucks at the beginning of the episode was kind of kind of damaged herself. Legit, like too, I'm I like think. wondering like where is your life? Like my first thought honestly was like where is her life at? Like what does she need to turn that around? And and so, but isn't that judgmental of you? Because I mean, maybe it's a life choice, and maybe she. Um, maybe, no. maybe she grew up with a great family and, and, no. and, and that's just a professional choice. No, 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 that's no. impossible. And the, and the whole history of humans that's never yeah, no. happened. Well, this is not some lady who's got her own out. Like she doesn't have like a spot. She doesn't have a thing. She's got you on a corner for 20 bucks. And, and maybe, maybe it was something she decided that morning. Yeah. <laughs> Got to start somewhere <laughs> with that guy on that corner. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, I agree. There's probably some uh, some trauma, some trauma there. I, I just want to be like, can I buy you lunch? What is going on? That this is where we're at. <laughs> so I was selfish that I just oh, wanted to get to the beach and get away and 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 be alone. <laughs> well, as a guy, you had a lot more on the line by staying there and conversing with her no yeah, i wanted know. to keep my a lot more off the line that's exactly <laughs> well, what I yeah <laughs> it's like no you needed to go but like i could have wandered by that time but, like i overheard are you okay <laughs> uh, hey 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 listeners um if i if i run into her again i'll ask her if she wants to come on the show um yes please yeah or, or at least i'll give her the voicemail number <laughs> i don't know what this show has become Listeners, thanks for listening. Back soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> really appreciate you tuning in and listening to whatever what the hell it is we talk about. God, it's like a stream of consciousness. <laughs> <laughs>